Welcome to Christ Church Anglican. We hope that you are blessed by today's sermon. Um, I'm going to have to apologize. I'm a little under the weather, so um, if you hear me coughing, sorry about that. By the way, as the great Lee Trevino once said, he would never uh, gamble with someone who had a cold or had a flu because they were so focused they would beat you like crazy. So maybe you're going to get an excellent sermon today. I don't know. <laughs> so when I had COVID two years ago, um, I had 105 fever, no energy. Um, I was hallucinating. I was at home. My wife uh, and mother were in the hospital and they'd already basically told them they both needed to go on intubation and they refused and they had COVID. Um, I was living on soup. I actually snuck out of my house with COVID, went to the store and bought the soup. But I got a call from a parishioner. I wasn't going to answer, um, but it was a long-term friend, so I did. And she said, how are you doing? Of course, you know, guys, what's the answer? I'm fine. I'm doing okay. And she laughed and said, you don't sound fine. She said, I'm, I'm, I'm bringing you lunch. When should I stop by? Of course, I said, no, 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 don't bother. Everything's fine. I'm okay. To which she replied, it's already ready. I've already made it. So I'll just drop it off. Um, about 10 minutes later, the doorbell rang, and I crawled out in the bed and got it, went to the porch, and there was a bag on the porch. I opened the bag, and there was a turkey sandwich inside with chips and a fruit, chips and fruit. And, you know, I thought about throwing it out since I was fine, didn't need any help, and I wasn't really hungry. You notice any pride here? A little bit? But I put it on the counter and sat back down. Soon I felt a nudge. Yeah, I was getting hungry. So I went in and I said, I'm just going to get a bowl of soup. But I walked by the bag and there was a sandwich. So I opened it up and I took a bite. Oh, wow. That was the best tasting meal I have ever had in my life. Now, y'all, many of y'all know me. I'm a foodie. I like really, really, really good food. And that was the best I've ever, I've ever had. It was amazing. I was stunned. By the way, if you ever go to lunch with me and there's turkey sandwiches on the menu, I'm going to try it because I'm looking to match that meal. But I never have, and I know I never will. Now, I'm not going to take the time to describe in detail how the tomato and the mayo blended together with the cheeses and the saltiness of the meat. Okay, I'm going to get hungry, so I better leave that alone. <laughs> By the way, the funny part about that is my wife hates tomatoes and mayonnaise, so she doesn't get it at all. But why was that sandwich so good? Some of y'all probably had memories that were similar to this. And I've really tried to duplicate it. I bought the ingredients, but I can't. Thinking about it, there's one word, love. Someone took their time to reach out and to show love. Spent their treasure to provide for me. And share their talents, in this case, cooking skills, to prepare a meal as simple as a turkey sandwich. And took their time to drop it off for me. Now, Father Henry, on many occasions, has told us about using our time, talents, and treasure for God's kingdom in his service. And that's where I'm going to go today. 
In our gospel today, Jesus summarizes the entirety of the law, the entirety of the law with love God and love your neighbor. You shall love the Lord your God with all your heart and all your soul and with all your mind. And you shall love your neighbor as yourself. And they did this in answer to their question, which was, Teacher, which is the greatest commandment in the law? Now, Jesus made a choice. Think about it. He could have spent two days laying out the entirety of the law, all 613 commandments, pointing out each individual one, and then summarizing with which was the greatest. Or keep it simple and provide a common summary of that day, which is what I just quoted. Jesus focused on two areas, love God and love others. But you notice Jesus didn't answer their question. But instead gave his answer. Jesus stated a new commandment. And he declared that it supersedes all other commandments. These two laws do not exist in the mitzvah, which is the existing law. But it's a brand new commandment. And on these two commandments depend all the law and the prophets. Jesus is not giving us an option here. He is telling us what he requires. The choice is yours. Follow Jesus or not. It's your call. Now, an interesting point is works are not required in the new covenant, the covenant of grace. So do we need to follow commandments? Now, for the Son of Man, the Holy One of Israel, Jesus, to tell us to love God, uh, we kind of expect that. Okay. But I want you all to realize the unifying message of the entire Bible, the Old Testament and the New Testament, is one message, and it's consistent throughout the Old and New Testament. You get a chance, go back and look at every single prophet. What did John the Baptist preach? In Revelation 14, what did the angel preach circling the earth? Repent and turn to God. This is the first step to loving God. Since when you repent and turn to God, you show love for Him. When you love God, you'll use your time, talents, and treasures serving Him. You will love the Lord your God with all your heart, with all your soul, and with all your mind. Now, recent sermons have covered tithing and church giving of time, talents, and treasures. I'm not going to go there much. These are the things you should be doing out of love, but consider when a child draws a picture for you, are they doing it out of sense of duty or out of love? Do all things for the glory of God as a child with a picture in hand. And God will beam with pride when it's offered to him as a sacrifice. 
Now, what about loving your neighbor? Is this not also loving God? God loves all of us equally, sinner and saint. It doesn't matter. One cannot truly love your neighbor without first loving God with all your heart. Now, the fun question, who's your neighbor? A lot of folks limit it to those that are in their circle of friends or maybe one or two houses away, maybe your family. So what about the story of the Good Samaritan? The Good Samaritan included the hated Jew as his neighbor. Now, you've got to understand, I won't get into whole dynamics between Samaritans and Jews, but let's just say they didn't like each other, and there's a very good reason for it. The story tells us your neighbor is the entire human race. Now, that's a tall order. How do you show love to an Uzbek orphan 4,000 miles away? Or a Syrian refugee or homeless person laying in a gutter on Wall Street? They're your neighbor. Now, the answer is both simple and hard. God will lead people to you for you to help with your time, talents, and treasures. To show love to your neighbor. Now the hard part is offering your time, talent, and treasure to the Lord for His glory as your sacrifice. Your hand drawing to God. The bigger the sacrifice, the harder it is to offer it up. Now, for I want, to, I want to divide the definition of your neighbor into three areas. And this is how Christ Church has it organized, so that's why I'm doing this. Pastoral care, benevolence, and missions. Now, pastoral care is caring for the flock, a shepherd. By the way, that's where the word pastor comes from. Henry is proudly our pastor, our shepherd, just as Rip and Matt and I are. Our role is to minister to those in our family, in our flock, out here, as, who, as the, to those who have needs. Now, Matt and Diane Edwards are the leader of the pastoral care ministry, which focuses specifically on serving our church family members our neighbors who attend our church who are in need. Now, as a deacon, my role is benevolence and helping those outside the church, our neighbors in our community. Christ Church's benevolence has helped hundreds of people fight addiction, homelessness, and poverty, all funded by you outside of your normal giving. And we sponsor many missions through our missions committee. Jerry and Stacy, Walter, Tom, and others. We also send missionaries out. Examples, Rip's team to Tanzania. Brother Stan over there, Deanna Moore. By the way, those two go kind of wherever it's needed. Christ Church is loving our neighbors in our church, in our city, 
and around the world. Now, you're probably wondering, how can you serve as an individual? Hey, by the way, as an aside, it used to terrify me that somebody would call me to go on a mission somewhere that I didn't want to go. Don't worry about that. Remember, the folks up front were the pastors. You are the ministers. Do you think that it was chance that the Samaritan was walking by that day? By the way, if you do, come see me afterwards. We need to talk. <laughs> but, or could it be that God saw his heart and said, this is the person that needs to minister to his neighbor. The orphan in Uzbekistan, God may put one in your path. And perhaps asking you to use your time, talent, treasure as a missionary or your treasure to support them. You will know when God is calling you. Answer for his glory. Hand him your drawing. So I'm going to ask you to start a love journey with prayer. I know this sounds simple and honestly almost patronizing because you're in church, you're supposed to pray. But it's not. Ask God, how may I serve you today? And, and follow that lead. He will lead you to serve him by showing you where he wants your time, talent, and treasures used to advance his kingdom for his glory. Now, we're all given talents. Every single person in this room. Most of you know what they are. But what I found was when I was young, I didn't have the treasure to help. But I had time. As I got older, I don't have any time. But God has blessed me with treasure. And that's what God is doing for you also. You're in that scope somewhere. Now, I, I encourage everyone here to rethink your focus and become a pastoral care minister. Informally. Serve those within the church. Help folks. And maybe formally, if you want to, get with Matt or Diane. They'd love to have you on the team. But show love to at least one neighbor each day. Start with prayer. Then maybe something as simple as a text or a handwritten note. Telling someone in need that you love them. Use your words, by the way. And if you feel called, we have many volunteer openings. Yeah, ushers, AV, choir, Eucharistic ministers, lectors, altar guild. And if you can, step up. If not, thank them for the sacrifice that they make. Now, benevolence is the same. Step up and assist with your time, talent, and treasure, formally or informally. All your blessings are for God's use. God wants your love. Offer yourself to him. Serve those in need. Now, for those of us getting long in the tooth, the Midland Baptist Crisis Center, the soup kitchen, a lot of the Ministries in town are begging for volunteers, begging for people to help. Dean Challenge is always looking for mentors. 
As Jesus said, the poor will always be with us. Giving your time, talent, and treasure does change lives. I've seen it. If you're called to mission, and I praise you as a warrior for God, don't ignore the call. Remember Jonah. You don't need to spend three days wallowing in the belly of a whale. Just get with Rip, and he'll figure out where you need to go. And as you come forward for Holy Communion today, to receive Christ in the Lord's Supper, as I call it our Anglican altar call, I ask you to turn your heart totally towards God and ask Him to reveal how He wants you to change your life to love God more dearly in the future. By the way, as a gentle push, we do have our shepherd in need. He's here in spirit today, but he's physically missing. And we also have many people in this church in the same position. And they need your love and prayers for God's glory to be revealed through them. One final point in closing. If you're the recipient of someone loving you as their neighbor, please, I beg of you, accept the blessing humbly. If not, you may miss out on the best turkey sandwich you ever had. Amen. Thanks for tuning in. For more information, feel free to visit us online at ccanglican.com. We hope you will join us again soon.